Section 20 of Folklore and Legends, English. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jonathan Paul Arnold. Folklore and Legends, English by Charles John Tibbetts. Section 20. The Tavistock Witch. An old witch in days of yore lived in the neighbourhood of Tavistock, and whenever she wanted money she would assume the shape of a hare, and would send out her grandson to tell a certain huntsman, who lived hard by, that he'd seen a hare sitting at such a particular spot, for which he always received the reward of sixpence. After this deception had been practised many times, the dogs turned out and the hare pursued. Often seen but never caught, a sportsman of the party began to suspect that the devil was in the dance, and there would be no end to it. The matter was discussed, a justice consulted, and a clergyman to boot, and it was thought that however clever the devil might be, law and church combined would be more than a match for him. It was therefore agreed that, as the boy was singularly regular in the hour at which he came to announce the sight of a hare, all should be in readiness for a start. The instant such information was given, and a neighbour of the witch, nothing friendly to her, promised to let the parties know directly that the old woman and her grandson left the cottage and went off together, the one to be hunted, and the other to set out on the hunt. The news came, the hounds were unkennelled, and huntsmen and sportsmen set off with surprising speed. The witch, now a hare, and her little colleague in iniquity, did not expect so very speedy a turnout, so that the game was pursued at a desperate rate, and the boy, forgetting himself in a moment of alarm, was heard to exclaim, Run, Granny, run! Run for your life! At last the pursuers lost the hare and she once more got safe into the cottage by a little hole in the bottom of the door, but not large enough to admit a hound in chase. The huntsmen and the squires, with their train, lent a hand to break open the door, but could not do it till the parson and the justice came up, but as law and church were certainly designed to break through iniquity, even so they did now succeed in bursting like magic bonds that opposed them. Upstairs they all went, then they found the old hag, bleeding and covered with wounds, and still out of breath. She denied she was a hare, and railed at the whole party. Call up the hounds, said the huntsman, and let us see what they take her to be. Maybe we may yet have another hunt. On hearing this, the old woman cried quarter. The boy dropped on his knees and begged hard for mercy. Mercy was granted on condition of its being received with a good whipping, and the huntsman, having long practised amongst the hounds, now tried his hands on their game. Thus the old woman escaped a worse fate for the time being. But on being afterwards put on trial for bewitching a young woman and making her spit pins, the above was given as evidence against her, and the old woman finished her days like a martyr at the stake. End of section 20.